Hello and welcome to Triple I'm one of your hosts, Taiwo. I'm Yatende. I'm Simi. And I'm Kenny. And today we're going to be talking about adaptations. But before we begin, you got a badly explained synopsis by yours truly. So, Woo. all right. I thought of this on the fly. Hopefully this works. An elderly man and his granddaughter steal a hoopty and go on a road trip and frequently get lost on said journey. A hoopty. You know, I've always heard people say the word hoopty, but I don't even know if I know what that car looks like. It's like an SUV, right? A hoopty. It's like a hatchback, right? No, I just think it means it refers to like a bad like a like a bad vehicle. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Is it National Lampoon? No. No. With his they granddaughter. They steal a bad car, otherwise known as a hoopty. They steal a hoopty. I didn't say I said they steal a hoopty. And they travel cross country. Well, they trap they go on a road trip and frequently get lost. Frequently end up in the wrong place. (laughs) Is this show live action or is it animated? It's live action. Look at this playing 21 questions now. (laughs) It's live action. Live action. Um, Oh, um, The Last of Us? No. Oh. The I, was so That's not- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, found father, maybe? Dang. Um, granddaughter. Mm-hmm. I bet this is so This one takes a bit, of, um, a bit of um, knowledge of the history of this of this show I'm talking about. It's a show. Oh, it's a show. Mm-hmm. Knowledge of a history of a show. Knowledge Does to that the mean history. it's a long show? Like it's long running? Long running? Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny's Googling it. <laughs> Don't vote me up. <laughs> I wasn't Googling nothing. <laughs> I don't think you would get it anyway. Okay, Google it. See what you come up with. Long okay. running show. Is it on, um like, main TV, like ABC? Or is it on, like, the streaming service? Yeah, you can find it on a streaming service. Okay, that doesn't help. <laughs> help me. Um, I could find it on. When did it? Is it still on? It end, when did it end? It's still ongoing. So think somebody steals a vehicle. It's still they stole a vehicle. I didn't say what type of vehicle it was. You said it was a hoopty. A hoopty. What is it? Like? It was old. Is it was old by the time they got the vehicle. Is it Doctor Who? Is it's it Doctor Who. Who? I was like, yes, he did at the beginning. The original version. It's, yes, I was like, you better have me talk about Doctor Who. Doctor. Do you know what the problem is? Is that she said hoop? She said a hoop. And I said a hoopy. The granddaughter thing threw me off. I was like, granddaughter. He has different companions. That was yes, but he started off with his granddaughter. Okay. What is? I'm going to Google what. Girl, my Google, my Google search was all over the place just now. That was not what I was seeing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. That was actually a pretty good one. Thank you. A hoopty is a car, especially an old. It's over. You you failed. It's because you your mind is not flexible enough to get this. Okay. Mm. You should have just. Your mind is not flexible. Uh, English is a English is a, a living language, girl. The Definition. granddaughter thing was throwing me off. Huh. 
And he always gets lost. They always end up in the wrong place. No, they end up in the right place. The TARDIS always brings them where they need to be. Well, that's not what he intends to be, but the TARDIS always takes them where they want to be. Yeah, where the they TARDIS need to be. They're not lost. The TARDIS is like, you're supposed to be here. <laughs> and yet again, we end up talking about Doctor Who. Once again. Once again. Let's, let's end it here. Let's end it here and go to the next segment before we go off on a tangent. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. So I thought we could talk about The Little Mermaid actually coming out this month. So I thought I would pick your guys' brains and talk about live action adaptions. And we could talk about other live action adaptions that have come out in the past or are coming out soon. Pick your brains about it and compare and contrast their counterparts, like their book counterparts or their animated counterparts. So I wanted to start with The Little Mermaid. I am obsessed with the cast, with our queen Halle Bailey, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. I'm so very excited for this movie. How do you guys feel? <laughs> yeah, Tony's over here shaking her head, but I feel... This movie is going to be bomb.com. Remember, guys, if you remember from our last previous episode, she was on my hype list. Okay. So. I feel as though as you get older and you watch The Little Mermaid, you're kind of just shaking your head at her. Mm. This is a 16-year-old girl not listening to her parents, <laughs> running around naked for a man. Okay. <laughs> talk. I think, okay. I think you'll be disappointed. I, I, I think the trailers, I want to be happy about it, but the trailers, she looks very washed out and that really bothers me. She does, yeah. And that that does bother me. And the and the, the, uh, the sea creatures look too real. Like I think the music will be great, but it doesn't I feel like it's not gonna look great. Like it's gonna look shoddy and that's gonna mess it up. I'm it going into it with an open mind. And also, yeah. why? Do I need it? No. Right. Like, <laughs> no. I'm, I mean, I'm, like, while we're on this, oh, Tara, go ahead. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say, like, um, we had like this slew. I mean, Disney's on this like thing where they where they're just adapting all of their animated films into live action. So, like, the last one we had was that Lion King. Yeah. Was it Lion King or no? Aladdin was how no, many years ago? It was ago? Lion King. It was Lion King, right? Lion yeah. King. And that was which was weird because it's not like it's it not doesn't lend itself to be adapted into it, live yeah. action. Like it would just, can't be live action. It's, it, still, it's, animated. it's still animated. Though. <laughs> it's still animated though. They gave us it's a wildlife documentary with people with animals talking. It was weird. And um, <laughs> that is true. And then um not that Disney, I love you, so don't don't be mad at me. Um and then the Aladdin thing. Yeah. And then the yeah. And then, yeah. and then, I mean, like, there's just a lot that. Did um, it start with uh, Maleficent? Is that what started this kick? No, yeah, 2014 Maleficent. Cinderella started it. I think no, Cinderella 2015. No, Maleficent, Maleficent came out first, right? 2014. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's not exactly so, an adaptation, right? It's it's a retelling of, uh, of, of, uh, of Beauty and the Beast from somebody else's perspective. Yeah. But I feel like that's oh, what started you know what it. though? Cinderella came out like a year after Melissa. Oh, no, Cinderella came out. Yeah, when yeah. yeah. Melissa came out twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Melissa was in twenty fourteen. Cinderella was in twenty fifteen. Okay, so there wasn't really anything that kicked it off. They were just <laughs> they were just planning. Yeah, releases. yeah. I think mm-hmm. I would say 
Cinderella kicked off because the way they adapted Melissa, Malif, Melissa Fint, I can't say it, was was very different than, um, what's the movie that, the Disney movie that's adapted from? It was very different than, um, Yes, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, so I, I kind of, it, it was the Beauty and the Beast. Hold on, pause. We both Beauty said, and the Beast. We both said Sleeping Beauty, and you still said Beauty and the Beast. I said Beauty and the Beast too. <laughs> no, the Beast. not about you. Again. Ty, we're talking about you. <laughs> I know. I said Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, we're saying that no. you said it wrong. No. no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I admit that I said it wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I'm just realizing now. The Sleeping Beauty, it was a different movie than the animated Sleeping Beauty. So, like, Mm -hmm. the last action gave, like, a retelling of the story, like, completely. So, like, that's why it was actually pretty good because it wasn't just, like, a redoing of Sleeping Beauty and, like, all the, like, normal parts. It was actually a lot more complicated. It was about, you know, the story of the witch and not the princess. And so I think when that started, people were really interested in that because it did do a retelling. And then after that, they're like, we'll just not make new stories and we'll just redo Cinderella and redo Mulan and redo Aladdin and then it like just became true well, to form. Like, I forgot about Mulan. Like I think I like everybody did. I forgot yeah, everybody I forgot about that. that one. I didn't watch it girl. Yeah. <laughs> Controversy. Not- Honestly yeah. because Mulan is my movie man and I just t- did not want to see them yeah butcher it. Butcher it. Yeah. Um it's like what? but it's interesting because we all talk about how we hate these live retellings of these Disney movies, but technically, uh, Cinderella, the 2015 version, wasn't the first yep. live action version. No, you're right. A better one. A better yeah. one. There was Brandy. <laughs> there was Brandy. Rogers and Hammerstein. Before everything else, there that was, was a better one. And Whitney. Okay, with the late and great Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. That's the real Cinderella. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I feel like that is the only live action Cinderella that, that only Cinderella, not even live action Cinderella, the only Cinderella that people are like that is that I will ever princess. acknowledge. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> ever. Everything was yeah. perfect. All right. It was, I love, I love it was diverse where they had an Asian prince. Let me tell you something. They really had I think it was Black Mama and this white daddy had birthed that <laughs> Filipino man or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they really had <laughs> no. As a child, me. as a child, I was like, "This makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. I get it. It makes sense." <laughs> no, oh my God. We, were, we just all signed off on that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we were like, yeah. I mean, the music was great. The acting was great. Everybody did amazing. Yeah, um, and like that's not like, they had like so besides just like Whitney Houston, they had Bernadette Peters. They had thank Wookie you, yeah. Yeah. Jason oh Alexander. Yeah. I mean, like like the cast was stacked. Like, Brandy or Cinderella. Yeah, and I wonder if it's because it was a more theatrical version right. because it's based off of a play. Yeah. Is that why we enjoyed it more because they didn't try and change its shape or form right. from that. That play version, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, they stay, they stay true, they stay true to the original material. They just added a little flavor. Mm-hmm. Lots of flavor. Lots of flavor. To this day, I'm upset that I can't find any of the music. Um, you can't. No. Well, you can find like the play version, but it's not Brandy. It's not Whitney Houston. You can. Why do I have um, it? Wait, do you have it on Spotify? Because I have Apple Music. Ah, uh, well. I- Oh, they're listening. I can, I'll find the music for you. 
Thank you. <laughs> also, um, just a quick uh, uh, correction to me. So the Rodgers and Hammerstein one was actually a teleplay to begin with, mm. but from oh. 1957. Yeah. So okay, uh, I didn't know that. I thought it was always just a like a play. It wasn't like a, a stage, but it was already made for TV. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Disney did uh, they, when they did like the blackening. I don't know how else to call it with the wizard, Michael Jackson, Dana Ross, Richard Pryor, uh, oh, Lena yeah. Horne. I don't know. I guess I'm calling it the black and, <laughs> and then, that's the live action stuff they should have brought into the two thousands. I don't know what they were thinking with all this, like very tired, very boring nonsense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> The music from the animated versions is so good. Like, yeah. it's so memorable. I sing it all the time to this day. It's very uplifting. Like, I don't understand why you would change that and just make something really boring. That's the thing. I think the problem lies with the fact that it's mm -hmm. exactly what we've seen before. Yeah, They didn't try and add anything to it. And when they did, it wasn't anything substantial that really impacted the story or made yeah. you want more exactly yeah i think it was of like some pieces beauty and the beast 2017 so uh, mm -hmm. uh emma watson mm -hmm. yeah, as, yeah. Uh, and i just like they changed it up a little bit to be a bit more like female empowerment she's an inventor uh yeah. you know and everybody thinks it's weird that she couldn't read in the first place which of course is like something in the original as well but like even yeah. still like it didn't really Work and they it added music. Right? It didn't work, right? Yeah. No, they added music to this one that just didn't really. It didn't work. Yeah, like um, mm -hmm. like some of the songs were really pretty, but yeah. like it was only pretty when Celine Dion sang it. And mm -hmm. then um, they they had uh some great actors in it. They did. Like they did. uh, there was Emma Thompson and there was Audra McDonald, which to this day I feel mm -hmm. like it was foul for them to have Audra McDonald sing and then to have it followed up by Emma Watson. I feel like they had a grudge against her. Because well, why so would you do that? Jesus. First I mean, of all, she tried. Made her look My God. <laughs> she tried. But it made her look bad. It did make her it look made bad. Her not look bad. bad. It did not make Miss Queen, my queen, Audra McDonald, look bad at Audra, all. No, I'm yeah. not talking about Audra. I'm talking about Emma. Mm. Oh, <laughs> it made Emma look bad. You had the you had the incomparable Ian McKellen up in there as Cogsworth. I, actually, I'm not even gonna lie. I did enjoy him <laughs> as Cogsworth too. Yeah, he were... just he it fit him. It fit him very well. Like... I think anything fits Ian McKellen. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So. Um... It just, like you said, they added music, mm -hmm. but it feels as though the music, and they added storylines, like Belle's mother died in the plague. Oh, that was the word. Yeah, they didn't well, have to what do happened that. to her mother? <laughs> we don't need to know what happened to Let her mother. Let me tell you she something. Just left. If I didn't question it in 1991, I'm not <laughs> questioning it now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right? No. So don't add that part. I didn't need that. <laughs> Like the whole, she died in the plague, and then looking, this is the Paris of my childhood. Yeah. Like, like, no, oh, we did not sorry. care. We didn't ask for that. <laughs> and then when you're a kid, like, you only can like, let's be real, like, you really remember these movies through the songs. Like, I didn't yeah. care if Belle didn't have the mother, you know, like, I didn't question like that in Lion King, all these lines are hooking up. Like, we weren't questioning those things. I was questioning 
like the music and like i was like okay like you're just following the story through the music and just going along for the ride now these new live actions have me question like hmm female <laughs> mm-hmm. which is good i mean you should but like i wish disney made new stories that you know tackle yeah. these questions and kind of just re-release the animated versions because people still love them like it still holds up so yeah and that's the thing with the the adaptations right is like are you adding anything new to the story like are you just telling us the same tired tired yeah there's no new substance to it so like what do we do and i and i get it like it's a money thing and people are going to watch it like for for example like dumbo that came in 2019 so it cost 170 million dollars to make it made over three million dollars did it yeah, so they're going to make money, you know, regardless. Parents will just drag their kids to it. It's not like they have a, a say, you know what I mean? That's true. But that's All the right. thing. Like the, nostalgia, the nostalgia machine is so strong, especially in terms of, like, the Disney remakes. People are going to yeah. see it regardless. So, like, the rest, the four of us here might not have, like, ties to, like, nostalgia as strong as that, right? So we, we don't care. Like, I don't care right. about seeing beauty and the beast or the little mermaid like i like i just don't have a connection with that as some other people do but like yeah. but other people other people do and they're gonna drag their kids come i don't think drag them to have a break for two hours i really think the parents who drag, <laughs> who drag their kids there are not dragging them like i one i think they're like oh it's disney it's safe like it's a movie that we could take our kids to and not worry about mm-hmm. the content yeah. because of the nostalgia machine. It's not that they're like obsessed with Little Mermaid or like Aladdin, mm-hmm. but they're like, yeah, I remember Aladdin. It's like PG-13 and I should yeah. probably take my kids there. Like, I think that's the height of what most people are thinking. I really the don't think push people are like, I gotta see this. The only reason why I'd push back is the conversation around this Little Mermaid, this, the Little Mermaid. Oh, this one. And yeah. the way people are acting because Ariel is played by Halle Berry. Like she can't be black, first of all, beloved. She's a fucking fish. What the hell does it matter? The sun doesn't reach that far down. Oh, okay. She has melon. She's so dark. No, do you think real? People are saying. This, I was reading this comment, and this lady was just like, "Oh, are there no redheads that could play this part as a naturally born redhead?" I'm offended. And I was like, "Girl." Not like you're yeah. yeah. head representation. <laughs> Chucky. I, was, I thought that was the most ridiculous comment I read. I was like, okay. okay. And, 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 and that's the reason why I would push back, right? Because I've seen comments talking about, oh, my childhood this, my childhood that. Because Haley, Halle Bailey is playing mm-hmm. Ariel, mm-hmm. which these people don't care. Yeah. This is all this is all just nonsense. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But it's just ridiculous. But I also think it's like worth noting, like Disney's not the only people that like do these adaptations, right? There's a thousand other adaptations that come directly from like books. And I remember yeah. like, I remember from like it was like the 2010s, we had the slew of like teen dystopian, like <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. There was the Hunger Games, yeah. which has seen like a resurgence on on TikTok, like Divergent was, or whatever. Divergent. Yeah. Uh, what's the one with the the Maze Runner? Maze Runner, yeah. Uh, yeah, and like the, so there was a girl. Well, there's a person. I don't want to gender them, but like there's a person on TikTok, Lucky Lefty, 
who mm-hmm. I think I is responsible him. for this like uh, um, Hunger Games renaissance, right? Because right. they're doing a deep dive into the movies and the books. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the Hunger Games was like that first dystopian novel slash movie that we were seeing. And that like really set it off because like afterwards we were getting like half-assed so versions. Yeah. And, and, and mind you, just to, to touch on that a little bit, Lucky Lefty mentions how much thought had gone into the Hunger Games. Yes. Mm-hmm. The story the, the story and in the movie. Just for them. And then all these other companies that just followed up with these teen dystopian books that did not have half of the thought mm-hmm. that Suzanne Collins put into the Hunger Games. Yeah. Um and then just adapting them so fast. Mm-hmm. And to the point that just- like uh they didn't finish the Divergent series. You know they never finished it. The yeah. movies, I mean. It was boring. It was boring. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I just... Yeah, I, I just couldn't... I watched the first movie. I read the first book. And it just never... It just didn't hit. Yeah. The way, like, The Hunger Games did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mind you, The Hunger Games was very, very detailed. It was very detailed with the way that these people were getting massacred in that sh- in that book. Just for me not to see it in the movie, I was very disappointed. I won't even. I lie think the movie you. did what it could. It did what it could, yeah. yeah. But I was like, mm. like how like, long are you going to keep? Like you know, how long are we going to keep a movie running? You're not going to sit there for a three hour movie that explain that goes shot true, by shot. With all that production movie. value and all that shit, I feel like they could have added more than they did. Yeah, but, but they did their, their time. Yeah, it's PG thirteen. Um, but also, it's funny. It's funny that you say that because, um, I was reading something about Harry Potter, the first two movies, right? So that was directed by Chris Columbus, um, who also did the Home Alone movies, by the way. So, I did not uh, know that. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Chris Columbus, like, so we all we all know him as like the first director, the first director of those mm-hmm. two movies, and he does like a fantastic job. People complain about those first two movies because they feel they're they're a bit um like there's no like creativity to it. But apparently he was working directly with J.K. Rowling on the films where she was like, we need like shot by shot. Like mm. this needs to be comparable to what we're like, seeing in the book. Yeah. And then, you know? And then I think like other directors had more like creative uh input. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I feel like that's interesting because um when we talk about adaptions, adaptations, mm-hmm. um, how much creative liberty do we want people to take with them? Mm-hmm. Especially if you know the original version. Right. I mean, Disney took a lot of creative liberties when it came to um, adapting the animated versions of like The Little Mermaid or yeah. Cinderella. Lots of people died in the um, in the Grimm's Brothers versions. Yeah. 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 But right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like how much creative liberties do we want to take and how much is too far before you can't call it an adaption anymore? Adaptation. How you say is it? it creative liberty or is it, um, like I, what's the word I'm trying to look for when they try to make something for more adolescent audience? They're so, like, uh, making it more child safe. Yeah. So like with Little Mermaid, you know, she could, because she couldn't get her love, she turned to Seafoam. Right. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, so what, what would you call that? Like, just to make it more kid friendly. <laughs> that would have been interesting. I kind of wish Disney remade all their live adaptations with like 
the truer form to the Grimm's books, which I have, because mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, they're a lot darker and that would have been a very fun experiment, Disney, if they like kind of leaned into the, 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 oh my God. <laughs> horror side, or it could be like, you know how like, we're going back to Doctor Who, but you know how like <laughs> episodes of Doctor Who are like, it's still child friendly, I would say, but like really messed up of like what's happening. You know what I mean? Like there's situations that unfold in Doctor Who that are like horrific, but it's not like horrific to see, but like the storytelling of what is actually happening is just like, I can't believe this person did that. Like what that means. I feel like Disney could have balanced that in a way to make their live action more horrific, more like Grimm's brothers uh, storytelling, but yet bounce in a way where it wasn't like horrific to the eyes. It was more of like, kind of showing you and not telling you or telling you, not showing you a little bit more provocative because yeah. also the original animation stuff, like if you look into them, there's a whole bunch of like hidden stuff there. There's a whole bunch of like, yeah. You know, yeah. there's a little bit of, you know, something, something. So they really missed an opportunity, but yeah, That's back funny. to, uh, like books and stuff, like Creative Liberties. Like if you go to Twilight, I don't know what liberties they were taking because I love those me. books. And the movies, which I saw all of them, were, were really were a one eighty from what I. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wish you could see the two of their faces. Tower looks utterly Girl. disgusted. She. <laughs> Tower looks disgusted right now. She's like, ugh. Why are we talking about this right now? I remember watching the first movie after reading the book, mm-hmm. and I sat there in that movie with my face <laughs> down in a scowl the whole movie. I said, "Why she sound like this? Why is she acting like this? Why is she, like?" I was I like, don't, "See, that wasn't even an issue for me because that's how she sounded in the book. Like, I don't understand. Like, I feel like that crazy. I'm like, kind of crazy." She sounded crazy in the book. Like, I just think, okay, I think we all need to, like, okay. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm going to try something. Like, right? We need to be honest about how good the books were. They were not good. Mind you, there were times in the movie where they lifted word for word, bar for bar, the lines mm-hmm. from, the from the book. And, and they sound like they didn't work it out. I don't want people to like hear this and think oh we're like bashing I mean we are but like also yeah, if you enjoy it that's fine like that is fine like there are plenty of things that I know are not like quote unquote highbrow that I still enjoy right so, oh, I love the first Twilight movie. It's one of my favorite movies. No, no. It's good. <laughs> I love that movie. I watch that movie at least once a year. Oh, girl. <laughs> what? You know the, the Fifty Shades movies? Terrible. Yeah. I watch it. Oh, oh, terrible. Oh, oh, my God. You guys, speaking of adaptions, fan fictions. Oh. Fan fictions. Because, um... Fifty Shades of Grey is a fan fiction of Twilight. Twilight. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, after yes. is a all it's like a another fan fiction of One Direction, which is a little weird. Ugh. But um, those are adaptions. I didn't even realize that. I'm not even gonna lie it's to you. Adapt- said- of an adaption. An adaption. <laughs> I like that. It's like an Inception. Oh, yeah. a, a, a Wattpad um 
Wattpad Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, they they that. you know, I had a thought, Kenny, to, to your original, to one of your points about like um, creative liberty, right? Mm-hmm. This is not a live action adaptation, but it's Howl's Moving Castle by Hayao Miyazaki, Studio Ghibli, mm-hmm. compared to the yes. book. Which okay. apparently is totally different. I've never read the book, but I know that fans I've, 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 I've read the book. My hand is really sad. Yeah. Uh, and, it's nothing like it. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. It's, it's nothing like it. The story is completely different. So would you say that the book is, or the movie is better than the book? Or the book is better than the movie? Well, I don't know if it's fair for me to say because I'm biased. I started, I watched the movie first. And oh, I love the movie. Okay. So I, when I read the book, I was like, this isn't what... This isn't my childhood. I didn't care for it. <laughs> um, but there's even a, a nod to the book in the movie when his hair turns red. Because I believe that um, in the book, his hair was originally is red. And okay. he's not like this charming guy. He's a dandy who people find kind of off-putting. Mm-hmm. And the story doesn't just focus on Sophie. It focus on, focuses on multiple people. She has two sisters in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, yeah, the story is just not, it's not the same at all. Okay. Um, yeah. I think you should, if you guys like House Moving Castle, I definitely think you should give the original okay. book a try. Okay. It's not long at all. It takes, it's, it's a pretty short book. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, be prepared to, for it to not be the same. <laughs> yeah, there's another book adaptation that's actually out now that I love all of her books growing up, which was Judy Bloom. And one of my favorite books was I haven't seen it, but it was Are You There, uh, God, It's Me, Margaret. That was one of my favorite yeah. books. So yes. I'm contemplating watching it because I don't want my like childhood nostalgia to be destroyed. <laughs> I Honestly, I, I saw the trailer for the movie and know. it did look know. cute. It did look kind of cute, but I, don't, I did read the book too. I, I loved that book too when I was younger, but I don't know if the movie will uh, live up to the book, but it I think it, it does give it its good try because it looked cute with the trailer. Yeah. yeah. It had Rachel McAdams in it and I love her. So, and I don't remember what that girl who played Ramona is called. I don't know what the, the actress's name is, but she looked like she was doing her thing in that in the trailer. So, um, yeah. I haven't seen the trailer, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, check I'm, it out. I'm if you're nervous. Because then I was like, I, there's some books, like, now I'm thinking, like, oh, in school, we, in school they showed us live adaptations to tons of books we read. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. for the Odyssey, we watched Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou, George Clooney, which I absolutely love that book. Yeah, I actually like, love that movie. I love that movie <laughs> and that book. Um, I've watched Jason Argonauts. What else? And Virgin Suicides. Do you guys? Did you guys have to watch that? Mm-mm. In from the book, it's kind of messed up. <laughs> I've no, seen yeah. the movie, but I'm, I'm surprised it was showing it to you at school. Is this it's in high school? We, yeah, because we re- this is like eighth grade, like because we read the book. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> like, I should be showing you that in high school, baby. That's too young. <laughs> they were. I guess the teacher is lazy because every chance they got, they're like, "Oh, okay, book. We're gonna have the. We're gonna watch the movie to go with it." And I was just like, "Okay." I had a teacher who would show us the Last Samurai to like show, and I was like, "That movie is not accurate to anything. Like, why are you watching the movie? <laughs> that movie is not accurate it's at all. No, maybe sense. the costumes are, but I don't even know." That's so right. Like, and then, um. I, 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 
just yeah, like just one final know. point Netflix has like a couple adaptations coming out oh, Death Note oh, we, we, they did Death Note we've got the One Piece one Sweet coming home. out oh Sweet One Piece one yes oh my god yeah I mean Cowboy Bebop came out not too long ago we don't talk about Cowboy Bebop yeah Alice uh, Alice in Borderline actually was was pretty good mm-hmm. was yeah, yeah. It was kind of sad. It was sad, but um, the uh, live action was pretty dope. Yeah. Death Note was uh, Death Note. Netflix. Death uh, was trash. Yeah, Netflix. The live uh, action adaptations of anime is usually not horrible. Like it's like why? <laughs> oh, then Metal have- Alchemist. It's horrible. In general, they tend not to be good because they're always choosing like these fantastical stories Mm -hmm. to adapt and it's like this is hard to adapt because like how are you gonna make it look like this boy is stretching his arms across the room fantastical death note is a serial killer story it's like a cold case csi story and they didn't even need to make like it could have it wouldn't have to be that hard but they still fumbled the bag they still the fumbled it horrible it's way it's just a story about like a bounty hunter and like the adventures and like, his more to it, but they still right. fumbled the bag there and they still ruined that too that made me so mad because all the character work they did in the anime was like super heartwarming yeah. and they just took yeah. out all of the like interesting stuff to make it just like a a guy shooting stuff and like going on the adventures. And I was like, this is horrible. There's no story. So bad. Yeah. So bad. They really fumbled with that one. Like if, if Netflix could just sit there. They... <laughs> yeah. I think like the, the main theme here is that these large companies yeah. that like to just kind of do a money grab can yeah. end Start. up kind of making things not desirable. Yeah. Um, but not all Yeah, not, not all, all the time. Because the Bridgerton yeah. series, I'm a I'm a Bridgerton girl. Yes. And um those are books that have been adapted into that series. And I love I, it. I think Netflix does a good job, you're right, doing book adaptations, some of them and video game adaptations. They do a really good job of yeah. adapting video games into anime or live action like The Witcher, Arcane. The last of us. Yeah, Yeah, it's just like some things like you don't need to touch. Like who who asks for one piece? (laughs) Nobody. Drag no nobody asks. Oh my god, Dragon Ball Revolution. Oh my god, Dragon Ball. (laughs) (laughs) I remember years ago watching that when I was a child and just like you know, we grew up with Dragon Ball Z watching it on, on Cartoon Network, and you're like, what is this? What is this disgusting? Like, <laughs> I think that it would be cool. Like, in what realm? I mean, like, you could do fantastical, like, Lord of the Rings is fantastical, and yeah. that yes. is a wonderful live action adaptation Beautiful because Peter Jackson had like a whole vision. It's something actually, I forgot, like, wasn't it like he did one and two or two and three because he didn't think he would get funding? Like, he kind of like experimented and think I didn't think it would work. Yeah. And it paid off because he had like a fantastical vision, but everybody else needs to sit down. Like, no, I'm even thinking about M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, oh yeah, Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, what? that was offensive. There's a new live action out ad- of Avatar by James Cameron. 
Nobody cares about that one. It's an adaptation uh, of Avatar and Pocahontas mixed together. <laughs> right. Oh, Lord. You know what's so oh. crazy? I said nobody cares about that. Every I went I went to the theaters. I wasn't even gonna watch Avatar. I was watching something else. The way mm. of the water. Yeah. And yeah. it was packed. The theater was packed. I saw it. And it oh. looks really pretty. And it made me so mad. Like I read a whole story in my in my book. Like I wrote it down because I was like, there was no story to it. Like I get like the technology was worth it. Looked amazing. And if you're gonna work that hard on technology, there can't be a story. And the story was really trash. Like really, really trash. They spent their money. I don't like that when something is just pretty, but there's no substance to the story. It was a pretty. Yeah, like I just spent how many hours watching this for what? And like I kind of get offended because like all the like tribes are like you had like the black people tribe the first movie. This movie is like the Hispanic tribe, and the next movie is gonna be about fire, and I bet you it's gonna be quote unquote like kind of an Asian tribe. Like I, I was like watching the second movie. I was just like, I know they're blue people. I don't even like facial features. I was just like. Question. I don't remember the first movie because I I like fell asleep and then brains. I haven't watched the they second have one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never watched any of the movies before, so I didn't watch the first one. Um, and I didn't want the only reason I didn't watch the first one is because it was long. I mean, yeah, long, for when long. That, long for when that movie came out because now longer mm-hmm. movies are coming out now. Yeah, um, I, I was like, I'm not watching this. This is too long. It's so. <laughs> Like it's just nice to look at, and I'm like, this is great. That's we went nice. up on a tangent. We're like, look at this. Um, right, Avatar is not even an, an adaptation of Avatar. Um, we were talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender, and then went to Avatar: <laughs> The Way of the Water. Oh gosh! <laughs> but before we we wrap up, I had wanted to um bring up one thing in regards to the Lord of the Rings and ask you guys a question mm-hmm. because I had recently rewatched the movies. I, I rewatched the movies like every few months because the first they're three. on TBS. Yeah, the first three, yeah. not the Hobbit. Yeah. Um, because they're always on TBS. Um, and something like clicked in my mind. I don't know if like, do you think that the way that we see and think of elves and dwarves and all of these other creatures like a, a hobbit were are portrayed the way that they are because of Lord of the Rings in this story? Or do you mm-hmm. think that they were portrayed like this before? Because we know elves as these ethereal, beautiful, blonde, long, not always blonde, but long-eared creatures. Mm-hmm. But were they always described as that? Or is that something that came about after the Lord of the Rings? I think prior because it comes from like Nordic mythology mm-hmm. and right. you know, that's like very uh, like blonde, blue eyes, like very yeah. pale. And like a lot of like that adaptation is kind of from Nordic mythology and like other European countries um, and storytelling. So I understand why they look like they did. Um, right. So that made, I mean, that, like, I never questioned that because I was like, oh, this is from, they have their culture and we have our culture. But then, like, it became, I think Lord of the Rings really made it global, which is why we got that Lord of the Rings show with, like, Black Elves now. Because people are like, this is, belongs to everybody, the storytelling. But I do know, like, some of these stories existed in the realm in more of, like, these Nordic areas 
And in the Newark areas, everyone looks that way. Yeah. And nobody ever questioned anything else, obviously. <laughs> and the only reason I brought it up and was thinking about it is because if you were to watch anime or read a manga, mm-hmm. and it's a fantastical story where there are elves or dwarves, they always have that look. They look like you would see them in the Lord of the Rings. They draw them exactly like they, the people yeah. who were in the Lord of the Rings. So I, I found that interesting that that's always how they're portrayed and never in any other way. Yeah. Um, it could be, it could be a combination wondering. of both. It could be like, you know, inspiration from Lord of the Rings itself, or it could be like from Nordic mythology as well. And also whitewashing, like a lot of, especially earlier <laughs> anime and anime to this day, like, it's interesting that they speak Japanese, but none of the characters, quote unquote, look. They're all like very European looking, the way they mm. draw their characters in anime. Mm. Um, so that's also a thing. <laughs> it's very kind of this whitewash and like there's still that like white is right type of, I guess, thinking that like weighs heavy on like what we accept is like beauty and like the quote unquote fair skin. And that's mm-hmm. like a cultural thing that we were all beat down through colonization to accept. Yeah. So we must unlearn. Mm. Why's the problem? Yeah. All right. Thank you for asking that question. It was just on my heart just now because we were talking about adaptations and how we never stray from that portrayal of elves and dwarves and such. But now I we think have that. Black made. Yes. Now we have a black mermaid. We have black elves, um, so we're not we're not trapped in a in a mold anymore. Period. Love it. All right, yeah. I think we're gonna wrap up here. We'll see you in the next segment. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome back, you guys. So I, Simi, will be giving you your weekly recommendation today. And I'm going to be recommending an anime because I watch a lot of anime. I enjoy them. And it's one that I watched in my childhood. And it's a good one. <laughs> and the story, <laughs> I say it's a good one because everybody seems to be uh, hesitant when I tell them I watch it when I was younger. But it is a good one. This story is called Kimi ni Todoke or From Me to You. And it's this cute shoujo romance that is about this young girl named Sawako who comes across as very scary to the people around her because she has very long jet black hair. Um, Her bangs are often covering her eyes and they think she looks like Sadako from The Ring and they often confuse her name, Sawako, Sadako. Yeah, and the story is about how she's just truly the sweet person who wants to make friends. And one day she befriends this young man named Kazehaya and he's in love with her she doesn't know it and it's basically about them trying to get their feelings across to each other from me to you it's very sweet it's very cute it's classic shoujo and I think you should all watch it if you want a dose of romance in your life it's very cute thank you thank you for your your recommendation for a show that you should not have been watching at that age. <laughs> talking about it, it was a high school romance. Very How old were you when you were watching it? I was in middle school. You know how kids watch up? Yeah, we watched Degrassi. Give her some br- a break. Uh, right! Right! How dare you? 
you watch that boy get shot. You watch Drake get shot. And you have and you telling me I shouldn't watch. That was so funny. <laughs> that was a show that was directly for me, Simi. Okay, not you. Okay. <laughs> so there. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed. Follow us on Instagram at triplets of the Ville. Um, lemonade triplets underscore Ville. And we'll have a, you can email us at triplets of the Ville at gmail.com. And anything else? No, we're on Spotify and Apple Music. Leave a like and subscribe, please, and share. It helps us out. Thank you very much. Yes. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.